you're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Fasig. This podcast is brought to you by Paleo Works, locally owned meal prep kitchen with a passion for paleo. They want to make it easy for you to reach your nutritional goals and to stay on track. They offer heat and eat paleo meals, athlete recovery meals, and bulk macro items. Their meals feature 100% grass-fed beef and all-natural hormone and free-range chicken and pork. Pick up locations all over Middle Tennessee as well as some delivery options for a small fee. Paleo Works wants to make the nutrition the easiest part of your day. This podcast is also brought to you by NutriShop Franklin. Swing by NutriShop Franklin for free in-body scans, free samples, and unrivaled customer service. And when you do, tell them you heard about it from Jacob on the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. But hey, no worries. If you don't live in Franklin, you can check them out in Murfreesboro or Knoxville. As always, thanks again for tuning into this podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, leave us a five-star review, leave us a comment, let us know you're out there and digging what we're doing. We are so thankful that you are listening and a part of what's going on here. As always, check out Barbell Voodoo, private label. We'd love to be a part of anything you have going on. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. This is episode 57. We are out here at Float Alchemy in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, where they uh, basically make you whole again as a human being, right? Like from the inside out. That's I, the way I understand it. I like the way you put that. Yeah. We yeah. like to th- we like to think of it the way that we help people is from the inside <laughs> out. Yeah. We, we hit you at every level. It's all good. So this is one of the owners, uh, and her name is Amy. Nice and, to meet you. Uh, which is a great name, same name as my sister. Well, then it is a great name. Yeah, so it, I shouldn't forget it. No. Ever. No, never ever. You have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, so you have this beautiful establishment. You you have all of these uh, rooms that do various things, which we'll we'll talk about later on in the podcast. Um, that some of which I'll just be honest, scare me. You know, I don't, I don't, I you know, and. And I don't know how I can sit still for a long time. There, there's a lot of things that I would have to work through, um, which I'm not sure I'm ready to open the door on those demons, but but maybe you can talk me into it. Um, but you've opened this amazing place. Um, and if you're out in Murfreesboro, I'll just go ahead and put the plug in. But uh, you just need to stop by. At least check out, see what's going on. Uh, maybe get a treatment or, or 10 while you're here and then um, uh, keep using the place. But... Um, we're not necessarily here to talk necessarily about that, but hopefully you'll fall in love with the place like, like we have, and it'll, uh, be a place that'll you frequent often. But, um, so the, the big thing is what, why in the world would you get to the place you are opening a place like this, a, a place for healing and wholeness for persons, um, that have wrecked their body or just, you know, mildly have some things that they need worked on. Like, um, how did you get here? So that's a good question. I ask myself that frequently. <laughs> How did I open a place where no one knows anything that we do? Um, but there is a <laughs> there is a reason behind it, and there's a story behind it. And honestly, yeah. it's the reason why um, why I'm here every single day, and why we've worked through some pretty tough stuff to get here. Mm. Uh, and it all started so. I always tell people I've been floating, doing flotation therapy for 23 years. Really? A lot of people think that's crazy. A lot of people don't realize flotation therapy has been around for 60 years. I would have had no idea. No idea. I know. Like it's blown up recently, it seems like. And and I didn't know that it was that old of a a practice, you know? And it had its heyday back in the 80s. It had another nice big blow up back in the 80s. And a lot of people don't remember that as well. But but yeah, it's been around 60 years. And my whole journey started 23 years ago when I first got into a float tank for the very first time in a very strange place. So um, I was living with... I know. I can't wait for this. There's a story. I know. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, So I lived with chronic pain for 26 years. Mm. I woke up every day. I hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, My body on a scale of zero to 10, I lived at about a six and on on a good day and on a bad day, 
you know, crank it up to 11. Wow. It does go up to 11. Yeah. Uh, and I was working, I worked at a, a corporate job mm-hmm. and I was at a conference where I was speaking and I woke up at the, in the morning and I thought, oh no, I'm in trouble. I'm going to be having a, an 11 day because oh, no. I was yeah. in really bad shape. Uh, so I'm like, well, sometimes massage helps. Everybody knows massage. Massage is a great thing. Yeah. So I tried to find a massage therapist at the hotel. They didn't have one. They sent me off the hotel uh, campus to find another therapist. Went in, this lovely, lovely woman who... Uh, you know, a cab driver took me there. So all the only person who knew I was there was a cab driver and this lovely woman who said to me, you know, I can probably help you a little bit, but I've got this tank in my basement that could probably help you a lot more. <laughs> I don't want to have be a part of any story that starts out with, I have a tank in my basement. <laughs> I'm like, I bet you have a pit down there, too. That's right. Is <laughs> there an abandoned well? <laughs> I don't know. You never know. But you know, the funny thing is, when you're in pain and when you're yeah. in a lot of pain, you're like, you're like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, tank in your basement? Sure. Take me on down. And it was. It was a tank in her basement, and you're like going down the these rickety steps, and yeah. I'm thinking the only person who knows I'm here is a cab driver and this woman. Yeah. Um, but going Goodness. down the steps when you hurt, you'll do anything. I think mm-hmm. that's true of anyone, yeah, whether you're absolutely. living with chronic pain or not. So I go and I get in this. It's a, it's a tank of salt water. It's yeah. crazy. Like, okay, this is going to help me feel better. She's like, just trust me. Yeah. I'm like, sure, whatever. Um, so I get in this tank of salt water. No clue. Never heard of what a float tank was. Yeah. I didn't know. So I get in this tank, float away, and I get out, and I'm like, wow feel pretty good. Hmm. Surprisingly, I mean, my pain wasn't completely gone, but I was back down to maybe a six, five yeah, or six. Yeah. I'm like, so I can function. I can That's get through the day. Improvement. Huge. Yeah. I'll take it. So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to be here for two more days. Do you mind if I come back and come to your basement <laughs> tank again? <laughs> I come float in your basement some more. <laughs> I, survived. I survived the first one. It can't get too much worse. Right. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, sure. Come on back. So I went for two more days. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got out of the tank for the third time, I realized my pain level is at a two. What? It was crazy. Which has never happened. Which has never happened. That's not my life. Yeah. So here I was. Here's my life. Here's my life up until this point. My husband was taking care of me. I was working 80 hours a week. Mm. I never went out because I couldn't. I would be so sick when I got home at night. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. do anything. Um, I People stop calling. So this is what happens when you hurt and you mm-hmm. can't do anything. People stop calling. So you're yeah. sitting there. I was on the couch. I was depressed. No one's calling. My husband's taking care of me. I feel like a burden. Mm-hmm. But here I am at a level two. And I go home and I go out with my husband and I go out and do um, – uh, go out with my friends and I take, I go visit my nieces and we go to their school things. Really? And I have two weeks of this. It completely changed your life. It changes everything. Yeah. The way that you feel influences the way that you function in this oh, world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, of course, after two weeks, of course, it's not a miracle cure. So, of course, my pain started coming back and sure. I'm like, crap. I don't know what I did. How do I find this again? What is it? I wonder if there's so, another old yeah, lady with a tank yeah, in Yeah, seriously. I start calling people up. Like, do you have a tank in your basement? Um, random people. They didn't appreciate that. So um, at the time, there wasn't much of an internet. It was all black and white screen. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to look this up. I find out what kind of what it is. And I find out that there's a place in Chicago called Space Time Tanks. It's been around at that point. I think they'd been around for about, I don't know, 15, 17 years. Mm. And I'm like, okay, um, I got to go to Chicago. Fortunately, we did a lot of business in Chicago. So every time I would go and fly to Chicago, I would trek to this not great part of town. Once again, up rickety steps instead of down rickety steps. And I would go to this little tiny cramped space called Space Time Tanks, which um, they actually just closed only a few years ago. It broke my heart, but they're getting ready to open back up, which makes my heart happy. So Space Time Tanks. tanks. They're great. They're great people. I adore them. Um, since I've been in the industry, I've had the pleasure of, um, of meeting them, getting to know them more. But, uh, so I'm going to Chicago and of course I live in Nashville. So going to Chicago is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is, that's the closest tank center yeah, yeah. around us. So my life goes on. I leave my job. That's giving me this, um, ulcer because you know, when you're in a stressful situation, your pain gets worse mm-hmm. when you're having a bad day. I, uh, yeah, become like literally a mis- kills you. Yeah. Inside. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Stress is uh, bad. My body so does bad. not react well at all to stress. And all the inflammation. Now, you know, there's all this science coming up yeah. now that we know what that inflammation is doing to us, and uh-huh. it's not good. Attack on water. I mean, all kinds it's of It's everything. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. It affects everything. 
So I'm like, okay, fine. We got to find what's going on. I've, I got to get rid of the stress. So, you know, the nice mm-hmm. thing about it, I attributed this to float tank, although I can't put it together all uh, all the way. Um, you get in a tank and your perception of life changes. And it makes you make decisions, uh, different decisions, different choices. I'm pretty... I. I give a lot of credit to the float tank for that. So mm. I changed careers. I become a massage therapist. Okay. And my my goal is to help people with chronic pain who yeah. are in the same yeah. boat that I am. And you know what's, what's uh, yeah. neat in like doing this podcast and, and talking to as many people as I get a chance to talk to, especially people who have changed businesses mm-hmm. or began businesses, personal businesses, it all it all seems to stem from them wanting to attack what's going on with them yeah. in the midst of it. And that's so neat that you just said that. It's you therapy. Yeah. It's your own therapy. Yeah. Um, it's very expensive therapy. I don't, I don't recommend it. Sure, sure. But, but, you, um, <laughs> but you ultimately, you know, because it's, you found it yeah. fruitful for you, you want mm-hmm. that to be for other people You want well. other people yeah. to know. You, you want other people to know what you've discovered because yeah. it's life-changing. That's great. And I became a massage therapist, worked with people with chronic pain, with um, injury, worked mm-hmm, with athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, my specialty happened to be active isolated stretching, which is a stretching routine that is amazing, does wonders. Check it out online. Look it up. But huh. um, I met, who's now my business partner, who had a baseball training academy. So okay. as we started talking, he was my client first. But we started talking. He's like, we have these kids that are getting injured mm. in baseball that are having, you know, uh, slap tear surgeries. And um, they shouldn't be they shouldn't be having this. This is crazy. They're 13 years old, 10 years old, 11 years old. He's like, I don't know what to do for them. And we worked together and we started, I actually opened a clinic in his baseball academy um, and started kind of getting to that field and understanding that we'd have um, Mm. pros come through. We worked on, worked anyone from pros to kids. And I learned a lot about um, those specific needs. So as we're working on these people, I'm like, okay, all these people have pain. All these people need help. What can we do? I could not get that whole float therapy thing out of my mind. Mm. So I said, hey, Mark, you're going to think I'm crazy. But I just found out there's the very first float tank conference in Portland, Oregon. I'm really, really curious about this. And I've always wanted to start a float center here. Uh-huh. I said, do you want to you want to go out there with me? And, you know, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you'll like this thing. Um, there's float tanks out there. I can get you floating for the first time. It'll be cool. Um, and he was down with that. So we, we drove. We didn't drove. We traveled out to Portland and um, I'll tell you that one of the reasons I went out there is because I did approach the health department. I said, hey, I want to do this float tank thing. And they said to me, uh, and they said to me, you know, that's great. And by looking at this, uh, it looks like you qualify as a swimming pool. Now, for y'all what do you- <laughs> who don't know what a float tank is. <laughs> A float tank is 10 inches of skin temperature water, 1,000 plus pounds of Epsom salt, so you'll float like a cork. The footprint of a float tank is about 8 feet long by about 4 or 5 feet wide. Yeah, they were in small small rooms Mm -hmm. when I I got the tour. Yeah, very small rooms. So I said, oh. You're not doing laps in that Yeah, there's there's no laps. (laughs) So they handed me this book, and I said, oh, what's this? They said, well, all you have to do is just follow these regulations, and you can put it in, no problem. And I looked down, it's the swimming pool regulations. Oh, geez. And I said, but this says that I have to have... um, I have to have lifeguards? I'm like, well, yeah. I said, okay, I don't think you're understanding. Yeah, yeah. This is naked people in the dark. Because <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if that's the regulation you want to throw out for not having lifeguards, but, but maybe, maybe pool death. Um, well, but naked darkness. I, don't I, I, I was just thinking <laughs> you float naked, and having a person in the room is just You don't really want anybody awkward. there. Okay. We don't. This is not. There's a lot of nudity. Yeah. Mm, darkness. Not not a good day. It just makes it weird if someone's mm-hmm. there watching, okay? I said, that's what I said. It's just going to be weird. That's it's going to be very different awkward. Business. Totally different business. I said, I don't think you understand. I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. So they said, well, I don't know. If you fit the pool regulation, you're going to have to do this. And I'm like, oh, you know, and, they, and I have to put signs up. I'll tell you about those later. Yeah, no but diving. But anyway, no we had a diving sign, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, and I'm like, I know this, are you kidding me? It's going to be me? tempting, but don't dive. Don't dive, I know. <laughs> Try not to hold yourself back. A little self-control goes a long way. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we're getting through this. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fight. You already uh-huh. know that it's going to be a fight. So we're going to go out to Portland. We're going to learn about this stuff. There's other float center owners. Come to find out, the first float send the first first float 
uh, conference. There was 136 of us. Most of us in the same boat as I have. You go mm-hmm. to your health department, they're like, no, or they're, they want you to use chlorine, which, by yeah. the way, chlorine in small enclosed places are not good. I personally don't want to kill my, my clients. No. Um, so so it, there's a lot of misunderstanding. Hard, it's hard to have a great business model with death involved. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we decided to try something different. Uh, so we went to this conference, found a bunch of people. Um, obviously, it was a very small industry back in 2011. Yeah. Not, not many of us. There was only about a hum, not even 100 float centers in the entire U.S. Okay. Um, not even 100 at that point. So uh, I got to, I got kind of in on the ground floor. We made dear friends. It mm-hmm. was um, it was a good time. I learned a lot. We came back. We came back energized and revived. Like we're gonna we're gonna help people if it kills us. Yeah. Um, and it took us about two years to get them regulated so that we could open our first float center in the state of Tennessee, wow. um, which is Float Nashville. Uh, and it was, I won't bore you, but yes, we did have to put the no diving signs, no spitting in our pool. Um, it's crazy. We had these huge billboards all over the room that we were required to put in. It was insanity. Really? And we have, you know, just like you do with a swimming pool, we had surprise inspections, yeah. um, which fortunately they wouldn't go into the rooms if somebody was floating. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a journey. So, you know that when you go through something like that, when you deal with crazy people, mm-hmm. you know that it means a lot. We have a desire to help people feel yeah. good. Trust me, if you're in the float industry, you don't make a lot of money. You do it because you love it. You do it because it's a passion. You do it because mm-hmm. when you see people walk out of those float tanks, yeah. when they came in, they're like, no, there's no way I'm going to sit in there for an hour. There's no way I'm going to lay in there for an hour. But when you see them come out and they're just like... So wow. people do it? Like people make it an hour? Like an who, hour and who, a half. Who come in going, nah, I can't do this. Float Nashville is an hour and a half. We do 90-minute floats there. And they do it and they come out and like, are you sure I've been in there an hour and a half? I'm like, how really? long do you think you've been in there? Like half an hour, 45 minutes? Hmm. Yeah. So I watched crazy. So when uh, Ben Affleck was Daredevil, mm-hmm. he he slept in a, in a float tank. Awesome. Did you ever see that movie? I did not. That was the only thing I could think of when I hear float Best tank. Best sleep ever, by the yeah. way. Sleeping in a so, float tank. Nine, 90 minutes. Yeah. That's incredible to me. Yeah, I don't know that I do anything everybody. for 90 minutes. It is to everybody. But I think that's part of the, <laughs> personally, I think that's part of the problem in this world. Um, I yeah, th- I'm not going to argue that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. I, 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 but here's the thing. First of all, uh, we science shows us time and time again, and there's a lot of new research coming up. The silence is necessary for for our health, for our sure. mental health, having a break from all this this stuff that's coming at us constantly, mm-hmm. constant. Our phones, our computer, people talking to us. We have the television on. I mean, come on, who of us isn't guilty of sitting there watching TV? I'll have my headphones on, listen to music. I do yeah. this. I do this. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I can't be the only one. It's just constant input. Who can't put our phone down for more than ten seconds? Mm-hmm. Um, who can't go for more than a minute without checking our email? We live in this crazy world, and it's changing our brains, and not for the better. Yeah. Um, well, you remember, like, when microwaves started to be n- normalized in mm-hmm. households. People were like, don't go near them. Don't let your kids near them. <laughs> don't stare at them like they're going to impact you. And slowly, obviously, technology has improved. Yeah. But you're still having uh, waves travel through the air and around you and around that mm-hmm. box and in your body. And e- even not long ago, there was some study about... Uh, Male standing too close to it, and it affecting yes. your, uh, you know, sperm mm-hmm. count and stuff. Yep. And, and then um, there's all these studies that even like Vanderbilt did here about wearing your Bluetooth device on your mm-hmm. ear and how it, it directly leads to to brain, brain. cancers yeah. by wearing that all the time. And people are like, ah, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, like it's become this thing where we're like, okay. I know all of these things are moving in and out of my body all day long. Cellular service, mm-hmm. um, the Bluetooth device in my pocket right now. All the things are impacting and, and circulating through my body. And we just go, no big deal. No big deal. And I think it's because it's not an immediate impact. Yeah, and sure. we're, So we're able to avoid it. And, you know, this is, this is the other reason why the float tank has become so important to me is, and why I think it's so important to everyone, no matter if you're, if you are using it for sports, if you're using it for health, it doesn't matter, is that when you are in a tank, when you get out of the tank, it slows down your brain waves. We become mm. more intentional about our choices, mm-hmm. more intentional about our thoughts, more intentional about how we live. Yeah. And, you know, who, our life is going so fast. Yeah. We're we're missing out on things. We're not even choosing what our priorities are because we're just going by whatever's screaming at us the loudest, which is quite frankly usually my phone mm. or mm-hmm. you know or something like that. We're missing. We're 
our quality of life is changing. And, you know, we say we want to be better at our sport. We say (laughs) we want to be better, my better writer. We want to be a better service. And yet we allow all this other crap to distract us and to keep us away. Mm -hmm. Now, I think there's Mm -hmm. lots of reasons for that. Kind of like the reason you said earlier, it's like, Oh, I can, I don't want to face those demons yet because when you're in a flow tank, there is nothing else. It's you yourself. Oh yeah. I know. And that's tough. (laughs) It is tough. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you won't feel great afterwards, but you do have to walk through, you do have to walk through. It's kind of like, like working out. I mean, you have to push yourself the way that you get stronger, the way that you get faster is you do things that are unpleasant, Mm -hmm. but then you get the reward of, yes, I got a new personal best. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we have to, we have to accept the unpleasant things in life. And I don't think floating is all that unpleasant. I'll be honest with you. I want to run and hide in that float tank anytime my day gets tough, because to me after 23 years, that's my, that's my solace. That's Mm. my safe place. That is the place that I know no matter how bad my day is, no matter how crappy it is. When I come out of that tank, I've got this, I can handle anything. That overwhelm is gone. It's a complete reset. And there's some days that I don't want to do it because I'm like, I've got too much crap going on. Right, no, that's right. the day that you have to get in there. Well, and it's like, so, and I've heard that from so many people who, who do it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of just how amazing the experience is. And, and I'll be the first one. I'm like, I'm the worst at being like, yeah, that's something I need to do, but I'm not going to have time to do it. You know, like, yeah. or, oh, it's too far out of the way <laughs> or like I'm the worst. I, yeah. I am the worst human, you know, and, and part of it has to do with my personality. I'm just like, it's too much for one day. I'm out, you yeah. know, and, and so I, I self-regulate my schedule in, in some ways. I don't like to be stressed and rushed. And mm-hmm. so like there, there's things I do, but but there's such an attractiveness to when you talk about it, when, when other people talk about it who have experienced and gone, gone yeah. I set that aside because it makes me be a better me. It, it helps me reset. It, yeah. it does my body wonders. And I'm like, oh, I want that so bad. And then like I today, I know I'll just leave and be like, well, let's just go hit the grindstone again in the morning and <laughs> <laughs> start, start hitting it hard again. Uh, it's true. You know, like I'm the worst. I'm the worst, yeah. you know. And I, there's nothing I can do. And that's a frustra- frustrated, but it's also it's a good thing. A frustrating part of being an entrepreneur. I can't make you do anything. Right. Um, but the good thing is, is if you choose that, if you choose to come in and, and do this and give that time, um, then wow, you get to reap those rewards. Mm. And that's why you know, Float Nashville. It's this is really funny. Float Nashville. We start out with ninety minute floats, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh, I can never do it in ninety minutes." And now everybody loves the ninety minutes. Everybody's <laughs> all we do. And then they found out we were opening Float Alchemy. We only do one hour floats here for okay. several reasons. The backlash I got from my Float Nashville people. Really? Oh my goodness! I was like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." I felt like all these things. I'm so sorry. There's certain reasons we have to do this. I'm I'm so uh-huh. sorry. But if there's no one after, what we always say is, if there's no one after you in the float tank, you're welcome to stay in there. It doesn't cost anymore. I'd much rather that tank be full than yeah. sit there empty. You can stay as long as you want. Um, so, so, so you yeah. and, and Float Nashville are the same? Yes, we're they're oh. both my businesses. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're both mine. Huh. Mm-hmm. Where is Float Nashville? It is in Berry Hill, Portia yeah. Nashville. Yeah. It is the ti- world's tiniest float center because when we first opened. Oh, no. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so when we first opened, so here's the health department saying, yeah, yeah, there's swimming pools. Yeah, yeah. So imagine going to someone who's going to lease you the property and say, yeah, I'd like to put three swimming pools, three yeah, public swimming pools no. in your facility. That no, doesn't I, happen. I can't figure that out. That ain't right. So somebody yeah. finally believed in us and gave us, it's 1,100 square feet. It's okay. three float tanks. It's all we can fit in there. Yeah. Um, um, but it is the coziest, sweetest, most awesome place on earth. Huh. My entire staff are floaters, and I mean like dedicated floaters. They are there to wow. help you have the best float. Uh-huh. They can help you, um, you know, find what you need to get a float. They can give you the best advice. That's cool. They're awesome. So yeah, um, this place yeah, is huge. This is massive out here. This is yeah. fifty six hundred square feet. I don't know what I was thinking. It's unbelievable. I don't it's know great what I was though. Like it, but it doesn't <laughs> feel overwhelmingly big and, yeah. and everything feels comfortable and you ever, the, yeah. all the room sizes are yeah. good. You know, like it's not, it's cozy. It's not like overwhelming. You come in and you're yeah. like in a, what this is this place about 6,000 square feet. You know? And it just keeps going and going and going. And people are like, really, we have more to look at. I'm like, just keep on, keep on yeah. coming, keep yeah. on coming. It's great. Um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we try really hard, but, um, but yeah, I think uh, floating, floating is so important. And yeah. I think it's crucial to um, helping us live a really quality life and a, a life that we choose instead of allowing mm-hmm. 
everything else to carry us away. And there's other ways to do that. Floating isn't sure. the only way. Um, but I think it's the easiest way. It kind of puts you in that meditative state so mm. easily. You don't have to work as hard. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So with, with these two businesses, mm-hmm. like what, what do you, what are your goals? Like what do you, what are your hopes for the future? Like, well, and we'll talk about some of the treatments and stuff in, in, yeah. a, in a minute because I don't understand most of them. That's just, good. just to be honest, I get that a lot. Um, but, but like, what? Do you, so, what do you want to do with this place? I mean, yeah. you you have six thousand square feet or five thousand whatever and some change. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do with these two places that you have for for people? I mean, you experienced a life change because of yeah. this, so you were like, I want other people, and, and plus, it'd be cool because I could use it anytime, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> but, but so. So, like, what do you, what do you hope? What, what's the impact yeah. you hope to make, like, in Nashville and in, in Murfreesboro? Well, the really cool thing is we got to be the first float center, and honestly, we were the first and only float center in Tennessee for a very long time, and it hasn't been until last year when a few mm-hmm. others have have popped up. Um, but my my goal has always been to get as many people as possible floating. My goal is. What I believe is if I can change the way somebody feels, it changes their life and it impacts everyone Mm. around them. I believe, and the reason I call this alchemy, you know, alchemy is all about turning a base metal into gold. But the reality Mm. of it is you cannot in alchemy, in the science or pseudoscience of alchemy, you cannot change something to gold if you don't believe that there's a little bit of gold inside first. Mm. So it's not, it's not like all magic. You're going to pull some gold out of thin air. It's believing that there is something inside there that you need to strip away the outside so that you can show that bit of gold. And I believe that when we feel good, mm-hmm. when we access, when we believe, when we bring out that gold inside of us, because I do believe all of us have this amazing amount of possibility inside of us, yeah. and that when we can strip the outside noise away, mm-hmm. that um, when that gold comes out, that means possibility for everybody. That changes That changes everything. That mm. changes your life, it changes the life of people around you. And that is my goal. And I wish I could say I had this big grand goal that I'm going to open up float alchemies on every corner in, in the entire US. The truth of the matter is the way that I do that, um, I, I'm on, actually on a podcast. I've been for three years. I help people who are starting float centers and are maintain, and running a float center. I, I, I mean, um, yeah. I've been doing that for three years um, because I want to see people put their own spin on it and, mm-hmm. and, and do that in their, in their uh, location. So I don't know if I'll have a float center on every corner, but what I want to see is as many people floating as possible. See, and I think that that's, that, that's a difference that that's different than opening a business and, um, wanting to be successful financially in that business. And, and which obviously you would want to, otherwise that's, that's going to be really hard to live. But, but like you're investing in the industry as a whole, yeah. like you, you have experienced something that changed your life and you want to help others experience it beyond what benefits you? Oh yeah, and that that that's that's different than than a lot of other people out there that might be doing similar things, or, or you know maybe completely different industries as a whole. But well, I think that's the cool thing about the float industry in general. Uh-huh. Um, the thing is. It's still a small industry, even though there's now over 300 float centers across the U.S., um, it's a very small industry. Yeah. I know the majority of people who own float centers and it just makes my heart happy That's when I have cool. somebody who comes in, like, like we had somebody last night and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I floated before. I said, Oh, where'd you float? Oh, up in Kentucky. Oh, where at in Kentucky? Yeah. I have a lot of friends up there. And they said, Oh, it was a think tank. It was Joe's place. Uh, swing this kettlebell is also what he does. Um, and, huh. and I said, Oh my gosh, you're at Joe's place. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. He has like the best showers. He has the most amazing showers <laughs> at his float center. And I'm like, you know, next time you see him, tell him I said hello, send him my love. Uh-huh. Um, um, and it's really cool that we That's have people so cool. kind of like share. And I got a phone call last week from our friends at um, Ebb and Flow up in um, up in Ohio. And they called and Rick says, hey, right now I have one of your floaters in our tank. I'm like, you're <laughs> kidding me. And it's one of our floaters and he was visiting and he went into their space. And they uh-huh. had this great. So there's this connection and there is this desire to help each other. And yeah. when you go into a float, um, like, like say there's a Facebook page. Um, and it, there is one, it's a secret group, but it's full of about 2000 people who own and run flow centers. Mm. And when you go into there and you ask a question, everyone will help you. My business partner about three huh. years ago had a heart attack yeah. in our float center. I was alone. Him and I, he and I were the only people to run it. Wow. And I said, Oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's in the hospital. I don't know if we're going to lose him. Uh-huh. Um, 
I had three people. I had a person leave his float center from Virginia and come down and run my float center so I could be in the hospital with Mark. I had a second guy who built our float tank, Jeremy from Escape Pod, amazing, amazing tank um, manufacturer who I Uh love and adore. He said, hey, I heard heard what happened. He's like, I'll be down there. He's like, give me a day. I'll be right there. Do you need anything? What can I bring? I had people from all over the industry coming in to take care of those things. Yeah. And that's the kind of industry that I'm in. And that's what I want to be a part oh, of. Wow. It's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I yeah. have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. But that's incredible. It's I mean, amazing. that's, a, that's a different kind of, that's something that people want to be a part of yeah. as, as opposed to um, just yeah. use. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, and that I think once again, incredible. the float tank, these are people who float every day. The yeah. float tank kind of brings that out, brings a out the best in people. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. Uh, so yeah, that's so. I hope to. I hope to get. I want everybody to float at least yeah. three times. You have to float float three times. That's the deal. Um, huh? That you do three because times. your body has to adjust. And I can. So uh, a friend of mine, Doctor Justin what you, Feinstein. What, yeah. What do you mean about adjust? Yeah. What's that mean? So. Uh, Dr. Feinstein, Justin, has a float tank uh, lab, laboratory, okay. where he does research. Um, he has it in LIBOR. LIBOR is in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it is a very prestigious brain research uh, place where mm-hmm. they do private research. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin built a float tank, uh, actually put in two massive float tanks, He and where he's bringing people in and measuring mm-hmm. certain things, and he has an sure. fMRI machine, so he's taking pictures of the brain. What we know, or what he told me, mm-hmm. is he said, you know, know what? He's like, after the first, he's like, I never take an fMRI after the first or the second float. It's still novel to the brain. The first time you go into mm-hmm. a float tank, your cent- your uh, central nervous system is relaxed in a way that it has never been anywhere on this earth. And so it's not sending out a lot of signals and the brain's like, hmm, okay. why am I not hearing anything? Why am I not hearing anything? Okay. So it gets a little bit more sensitive. Why can't I feel a whole lot? Because you're in water, that's skin temperature. So you don't really know where your body ends and the water begins. Your brain's like, okay, I'm huh. not hearing anything. I'm not feeling anything. Um, okay. I've got to create my own input then. There should be input. So mm-hmm. it starts creating his own. So the first time you're in a float tank, it's not unusual to, number one, feel restless. Number two, to start thinking about things you haven't thought about in like a million years. You're like, hmm, why am I thinking about that? Like a dog that I had in childhood or um, yeah. or just weird things. Mm-hmm. Then it finally quiets down. So usually at a first, first float session, it's not uncommon to be kind of restless and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the music plays at the end. And you're like, wait a second. I must have fallen asleep. I don't remember falling asleep. Was I asleep? Well, this is strange. And so it's a very strange. Yeah. So you're, you're, Your you go through a physiological, out. you actually have a physiological response. <laughs> the second time, your brain's like, okay, I'm remembering this. Nothing hurt me, so we're good. I don't need any fight or flight response. <laughs> so I'm just going to kind of be a little bit more cautious. You I'm going to go, go Ricky Bobby. He'll yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. By the third time, you know what it's going to do, what it's not going to do. So mm-hmm. I always suggest, it's not just a sales pitch. I'm not trying to get you to spend your money, but float three times. And we have, every float center has a three float package. We all know this. Mm. Um, that's usually really inexpensive so that you can try it out. Try to get those as close together yeah. as possible. And you'll know, is floating for you or not? And if it's not, no biggie. Yeah. But you at least you know and you're giving it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is, there is, um, there is a, an adjustment. And by the way, that research that Justin's doing, mm-hmm. he just got, a, I think it's an $11 million grant from the NIH, which is the first grant as a float community that we've received from the government. We've done, actually, we've done uh, studies at Vanderbilt. There's uh-huh. been big studies at Vanderbilt. Um, we have clinical research that shows uh, shows a great promise when it comes to anxiety mm-hmm. um, and performance. Anxiety, PTSD. We work with a lot of soldiers. Oh, yeah. um, so anxiety, PTSD, and now that, that study is just going to get massive. Mm-hmm. We've already done two – I say we – Justin, sorry about that. Justin's done two yeah. uh, clinical research studies that are quite large. Now it's going to be just massive. Mm-hmm. So um, you have, super excited. In this area, you have one of the, I guess the largest probably veterans homes mm-hmm. here in yeah. town um, that would find that very beneficial, I would imagine. And a lot of VA hospitals are now um, putting float tanks in, <laughs> as well as Navy SEALs. Navy SEALs have been using them for quite a while. Um, using yeah. them for uh, language learning. They learn languages faster. Uh, yeah. No, wait a minute. Yeah. You use float tanks. What it does when you go like into Rosetta theta state. Like Rosetta Stone in the tank. 
Really? That's what the seals are using them for. Um, they are well, part of the reason. I'll tell you the other reason. The other reason they're using them, but um, yeah, they're finding they can learn languages much faster because what happens when you go into that theta state? Your brain takes the information that you've absorbed and yeah. puts it into long term memory. No uh, so you actually there's been a, there's a really large study I believe with, it was with a college in Texas, a university in Texas, and this was back in the eighties um, where they took they taught students a uh, concept. Half of them floated, half of them went home and studied. They mm-hmm, gave them study mm-hmm. material. The people who floated actually retained the information better, were able to utilize it better, were able to come up with creative ideas to use it in ways that the people who studied and didn't use the float really? tank weren't able to do. And it was significant. The, huh. the changes were yeah. significant. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. So they're using it. So SEALs are using it for um, both language learning and also um, they have found that with um, – Concussions, uh, they heal from concussions much faster. Oh. Uh, yeah. So now that's a big healing. deal because that's that's one of the biggest things going around, uh, at least in, in teen sports especially, mm-hmm. you know, football and, and all these uh, ex-football players who are now raising boys who are going, my, my son's, I'm not pushing him at football at all yeah. because it messes up your brain, it you does. know, and, and people are really scared about that. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Heal, the healing of concussions, and they're doing some studies on that right now. But we've had several people with concussions float yeah. with us at Float Nashville, not here yet, um, who have seen amazing results and have had relief from symptoms that they have not been able to get relief from for months and months and that's months. It's crazy. It's amazing. Uh-huh. When you have people come, that's what I'm saying. This is the best part of my job is watching people come out of those tanks. Yeah, yeah. We had an old, older gentleman come in. He could barely walk. He's using a cane. Uh-huh. He's like, he's like, nothing's helped me, but my doctor told me I should try this out. He went in, he came out of the float tank, forgot his cane in the room and Stop left it. without it. <laughs> we awesome. still have his cane because he never yeah. came back. So I'm not sure about that. Oh, wow. <laughs> but we still have his cane. Um, so if you're missing a cane, we might have it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have to be listening to the Barbell Baby podcast. And you're missing a cane. Our old man cane users. Yeah, you know, please let me know. Are really we, big. We gotcha. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you never know. It actually comes up on our stats. Yeah. <laughs> you're really hot with, uh, with old men who old, use canes. Old men who use canes? I <laughs> <That's> got <right>. it. <laughs> I'm putting it out there because the somebody is a nice game. On fire. <laughs> is it one of those eight ball ones? Because that'd be no, sweet. No, but that would no. be pretty sweet. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, I, I had. Uh, well, it doesn't matter about my cane, so. Um, <laughs> I have one with a boxing glove on it. It's from a. a it's from a. Oh, that's cool. An Olympic boxer who uh, gave me. Yeah, it's a long story, but anyway, yeah, I have a cane with the. Yeah, it's very cool. So it's anyway, cool. not that y'all need to know that, but uh, yeah. So <laughs> my goal has always been just to help people and to yeah. see people access their own possibility. Uh-huh. Honestly, sure. that's my joy. You never make money uh, with, uh, you, you know, obviously you, you want to make enough to survive, but float centers are really um, a labor of love. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you go into a float center, oftentimes it's run by somebody who really gives a crap about you and yeah. your goals and wants to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like it's similar to a lot of CrossFit boxes, at least that I inhabit. Like you go in and the owners are there. Mm-hmm. You know, because one, they can't afford to pay too many other people to be <laughs> yeah, <there>. testify. <laughs> but yeah. but also, like you know, they're committed to what they're going to yeah. do. Like th- this is this is important, and the way that they want to interact with people is the way they want to do it, and so they do it. And um, you know, th- that's a that's a neat thing yeah. um, that you're doing. So there's that crossover. That's awesome. That yeah, love. Yeah. Um, mm. All right. Okay. So. Let's let's talk about a few of these things. You've oh, talked a boy. lot about floating. Yes. And um, <laughs> let, let's see. I, th- I think I might have some more questions about that before we move okay. on, yeah. on from it here. So, okay. So those those people who are listening who have, have never seen this, and this is, this is my first time outside of the interwebs to see an actual uh, uh, float tank. And, and they have several different ones here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's different styles. Um yes. But ultimately, um, you're going in and apparently naked. Yes. I, I just learned that. I mm-hmm. didn't know if you brought a swimsuit or what. Yeah. And you lay down and you're majorly underwater or halfway? No, you're not even halfway. So okay. here's the cool thing. So a float tank traditionally is 
10 inches of skin temperature water, 1,000 plus pounds of Epsom salt. So you float effortlessly like a cork on the water. Like the Dead Sea? Like It's actually more than the Dead Sea. Our water has more. It's Our salt solution is is heavier than the Dead Sea. That's crazy. Um, And then you are in no light, no sound. Now, you do have control over your light in the tank. However, traditional float experience, you would turn your light off so you're in pitch black. You can't even see the hand in front of your face. Wow. So no light, no sound. It's the traditional experience. Yeah. Like in a cave, darkness. Like in a cave, darkness. Wow. So when you come in, like let's say you were coming here, any float center is going to be like this, but you go in, they give you an orientation. You're Mm -hmm. asked to undress. You're asked to shower first before you get into the tank just to get off the dust of the day. You are encouraged to float naked because when you have a swimsuit on, you are uh, having sensory input and you want to take that. It used to be called sensory deprivation tanks. We try to stay away from that these days. And, um, and you just step in. Now you that I've back. heard of. Yeah, a you long heard, time. the same thing. Yeah, it's just we as an industry sounds have decided we're going. Yeah, it sounds very scary. <laughs> uh, so you get it. You actually float on the water effortlessly. I don't really? care how big you are. We've had pro football players. I didn't yeah. know. First of all, y'all, I did not know they made people that big. When yeah. we had our first Titans players come in to float Nashville, I'm like, oh my goodness, you're large. Yeah, you're quite yeah. large. Um, but no, they floated. They didn't have any booty dragging on the bottom. No. It was great. <laughs> yeah, we don't always worry about the booty drag. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there, there are some of those guys that dwarf me. And and I am, you're as talked about guy. before, I'm, I'm a large human. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. And so like, there's no height issues no, in there? It's no, eight feet or long. length, I guess, if you're laying down. <laughs> They're all eight feet long. So if you're oh, over wow. eight feet, yeah. then we have a problem. However, I have yet to meet someone that big. Yeah. Um, we Sounds have like a, a good challenge. So here's the really funny thing. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, calling all eight footers. Um, Here's the funny thing. So you saw our tanks. We have yeah. tanks that range from, we have an open, what they call an open pool that is eight foot round. It's massive. It has mm-hmm. 2,000 pounds of salt in it. You can float one person or you can float two people in it. So it's a big, big tank. Do people float two people? Sometimes they do. I don't recommend it. I tried it once with my husband. He snores. I'm like, screw this crap. That's We're hilarious. never doing yeah, this again. You'd have like, because you're trying to, that would cause a sensory issue, right? It would. But you know, sometimes it is a very, so when you're in a float tank and when you come out, you feel very, um, it's a very vulnerable place okay. to be. And, you know, it's this nice time to share. Now, I suggest if you're making it a date night, float in separate tanks and then come together afterwards. You're both really? in a very soft – You're you're. it actually literally slows down your brainwaves. So mm-hmm. you're a little bit slower. You're a little bit softer around the edges. You, um, you're much happier. You come out and you're happier. You're like, oh, yeah. life is good. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy, but it works. Hmm. And um, so you, but we, we do have a couple's flow. If you're concerned or you want to have that time together, Yeah. the, but that's eight foot round. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Then we have this eight foot by five foot, which is what the size of our open tank is at float Nashville. And then we have these pods and the pods are eight. The pods are the ones that freak people out, but they're the best. Everybody, I don't care how much you tell me you are claustrophobic. Um, almost everybody who starts in an open tank goes into the smallest pod that we have. Somebody called it an adult swaddle the other day. Cause it oh, feels, you feel very cozy yeah. and those football players, and we have a basketball player too, a pro basketball player who's a very large, tall. Talk about tall. He's got to yeah. be. He's like six foot seven, six foot eight, and um, they all want the smallest tank. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? Because we got a big. No, I want the. Big. We had one that was slightly smaller at Float Nashville, and they all fought. And they didn't fight a fight over it. There's no like fisticuffs in the yeah. lobby, but they all wanted the small tank. Huh. So there's something that's very nurturing about yeah. being in that smaller tank. Um, so there, there's plenty of room um, for for anybody. And so you have these tanks. And yeah, you just uh, slip in and effortlessly float. Um, we hmm. have we have things for under the knees. We have we do have things for the neck if you need. Like a, they call it a halo. It's a little thing that will help support your head. Yeah. Because when you float, you don't believe that it's going to support your head, and you have a tendency to engage muscles and hold. What if you're one of those no that gets swimmers ear? Um, we do provide earplugs, huh. and so earplugs in every room. And um, we highly recommend wearing them. You really need to wear them. Um, And if you really are concerned about that, that like the doctor has told you, don't put your ears in water. We have a, we do have a neck uh, pillow that will keep your ears out of water. Uh, It can be a little bit uncomfortable, but but some people who swear by floating will use that so that they still can do it. And then 60 to 90 minutes 60 later? 60 to 90 minutes, you come you're out. Reborn. You have music play into the tank. And oh, so that's how you wake yeah, up. That's how you There's wake music. them up. What kind of music is uh, it? It's a very nice, gen- we try not to, like, you know, play Jimi Hendrix into the tank yeah, and, okay. you know, jar people awake. It's very gentle. My uh, business partner, he's a 
was a musician, a songwriter for 36 years okay. in Nashville. Go figure, songwriter, producer. Hmm, but I know, I know. You never find those. Never find so them. he writes all of our music. Now we do have That's times. Cool. We have what we call singers, and singers are people who don't wake up right away. Sometimes you get into that space. If you need that sleep, you are out, and you're yeah. out very, very, very much. We do have music that he created that has like roosters crowing and phones ringing, and it's really loud um, that we will play the, into the tank. Does it light up inside? Like, is there no, a little bit you of light? Have the control in? over the light, okay. so um, you're the only one who can hit the light on. But we play music quite loud, and if that doesn't work, um, we'll go in and knock on the tanks. If it's a closed tank, yeah. if it's an open, we do have a way to turn. We do have a way to turn on the tank in the open room. Okay. Um, but there are times when that doesn't even work. Uh, Martin, really? <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know if I should t- share you start, this. You start worrying like someone's dead in there. <laughs> you know, after this much time, we know that no one dies. Okay, so right. <laughs> that's the nice thing about floating. Like, Man, nothing's happening in there. Like sixty years, nobody's um, accidentally drowned in a float tank. So that's good. Uh, so yeah, we. I got, didn't we think about good. drowning. I was yeah. just thinking they just died. Like oh yeah, no, hang no, on. You know, um, you know, we haven't had that scare yet, but we did have one guy. Um, I know. So all of a sudden, I talk softly, like yeah. nobody has got to know. Um, we could wake him up. So Mark opens the door and doesn't look at. He just has the door slightly yeah. closed, and he starts throwing towels at him. Um, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, don't let this get out. Um, we knew the guy, and yeah, we knew that we, yeah. he might have trouble this waking wasn't up. His first time, um, actually, it was his first time. Okay. But he had it. <laughs> No. So welcome to our flow center where we lob things at you. Um, no, but we knew he had a sleeping issue. He okay. couldn't sleep. Yeah. And people with sleeping disorders have a really great time. They finally get some sleep in the tank. And sometimes uh-huh. when you haven't slept for a while and your body's oh. like, oh, God, I'm getting sleep. They're holding on for all they can. Yeah. And so we knew we might have a hard time. Um, in the future, he did bring wow. his wife so that um, she would go in and wake him up so because no we knew to, it would be an issue. No one had to be exposed. No one had to be exposed. <laughs> um, we, do, we don't play those games. So... Uh, <laughs> You may not be able it's to dive in our, party. <laughs> you may not be able to dive into our pools. However, we can guarantee there are no lifeguards that are yeah. going to walk in on you. That's um, hilarious. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> so that happens from time to time. But uh, you know, whatever, we make it happen. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So some of the other things that you yes. have here. Yes. That, that was a lot of a lot of things that a lot uh, of stuff myths that I probably would would take with me. All right. I got more though. Of okay. Myths that I'll bring up in a minute. But Perfect. So you have massage therapy. Yes. That's, that's it's massage, 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 massage. You know, we've been there. my my first mm-hmm. massage. I remember having fight or flight. I, I wanted to run down really? Bellmead Boulevard naked, and I did not care. Like I just wanted out of there. She hit a spot. <laughs> That that I just wanted, I, I cried. Um, <gasps> oh. Like and it needed to happen. Like it, uh-huh. it, it wasn't like a spot where she was like causing me pain. It was like that needs to be worked out, but it hurts bad. Like oh. you know, kind of place. And, and I swear to this day that I heard her shoes walk up the walls. She was pushing so hard. Oh my god! Because she, she was a small girl. Uh-huh. You know. And anyways, that's probably <laughs> just me. All right, and then you have um, infrared saunas. Yes. So those things are like. They're blowing up right now. Like yeah, people getting I noticed. Them at home. Like I have a friend that just got one at home. That's awesome. And I was like, wow, okay, I don't even know about this. If I could, um, aff- if I could afford to put one at home, I would totally have one at home. And if you can afford to put one at home, anybody put one at home. They're, yeah. they're amazing. So what's the deal with that? So it's yeah. infrared. So mm-hmm. someone described it once to me that it kind of like. Um, it sweats you from the inside out. Yeah. Like all of a sudden you just start pouring eventually. Like it's not yes. like a, a traditional like sauna where you go in with the right. rocks. Like I remember in the YMCA growing up, right. you know, where you try not to make eye contact with people exactly. and Keep your eyes sit down. high, mm-hmm. you know, on the thing and not sit low. Otherwise you might see things you right. don't want to ever see. But you don't then sit see across from those people. they walk around naked yeah. anyways in the, <laughs> and they're like 150 years old. Yeah. You know? Always. But that's always the way. That's just the why. So the, things have changed. Mm. Um, so what? So tell me about the the infrared sauna. So yeah. you, you sit in it, and and what is infrared? What does so that even? So once mean? again, that was a pretty apt description. It does. You kind of sweat from the inside out. You get a little bit deeper mm-hmm. into the skin. You. Um, it, but it works really, really well. And, and that's, I think, some of the frustrating thing. If people are used to that, uh, going in and putting the rocks on, they're like, oh, I get up to 170, 180 degrees. Well, in an infrared sauna, it only goes up to 140. But it works really, really well. Mm. Um, and once again, 
as we have, once again, we have 5,000, six, almost 6,000 square feet to fill. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to find things that would help our client. Once again, we have athletes who are trying to recover, who are mm. trying to be better. We have um, people with chronic pain. And a lot of our people with chronic pain, that eases it eases the um, eases the pain. With our athletes, we have a lot of bodybuilders that are using it to help ah. he- heal micro tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, they, when they've done their really heavy lifting day and they have the micro tears, um, it helps to increase blood flow to those areas, which carries okay. that oxygen and nutrients to that area and um, they're healing a lot faster and they're getting relief a lot faster. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's really beneficial. It's easy to do. It's not expensive and um, it's kind of nice. Uh, we have our uh, cabin, cabin style sauna. It has a great stereo system in it. Some mm-hmm. people use it for meditation. You can catch up on your podcast. That's what I do when I'm sitting yeah. in there. Um, my husband watches Netflix. No judgment here, but you know. Uh, so it's it's so you can take you can like do device things. in there. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt it. Infrared. You don't have to worry about. It. In fact, there's even a charge port in our infrared that's saunas. So wild. So, and we have the dome style, so your head is out, so you're not breathing in hot air, because I, I can't, personally. Um, and we also have charge stations there, but you put on your headphones, yeah. you, can get, you can get some work done while you're doing it. So if really, if you cannot stop, That's crazy. it's an easy thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Huh. That not seems bad. crazy to me. It is crazy, but it's it's good. good All right. The other, the other thing, um, you have, <laughs> we have lots of other things, but yeah. the next thing I want to talk about was the, the Normatech. Yes. Um, so these things... I saw these first at regionals last year, CrossFit uh, regionals in Nashville, and then um, I've seen them other places, and you had them at Battle of Barbell. Um, Basically, these sleeves that you slide Mm -hmm. different body parts in. They have Mm -hmm. them for, like, every part of your body, your shoulders, your arms, your legs. and your face. No, I'm just joking. It's it <laughs> just going to blow um, up and, and, and then your face. It basically, mm-hmm. is compression therapy uh, yeah. of sorts, right? So they were originally made for people with circulatory problems or um, neuropathy, mm-hmm. and we still see a lot of people for that. Um, however, athletes discovered them. Uh, what mm-hmm. it does is it um, it inflates with air and then squeezes, needs, compresses, works its way uh, distal to proximal or away from your body. It pushes yeah. everything towards your body. Um, and what we're finding is when when you're moving that fluid, when you're pushing that lymph, number one, it helps with decreasing swelling. It mm-hmm. also helps with recovery. So you have that that uh, pain that comes after a hard work day. This yeah. will help cut down on that. It'll uh, make your legs feel really light. So we've had people come and use them pre-events as well to okay. prepare for events yeah. and then come and use them again for recovery afterwards. But mm. we still have people, cool. they still refer uh, people who have neuropathy to utilize mm-hmm. them. So they're really expensive to have at home. It's not something... Yeah. Yeah. You go out and <laughs> I remember asking. I found. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have a lot of people who come in because it's very inexpensive for people to come in and utilize mm-hmm. them. I think they're the most underutilized thing here. I think those things are amazing. Yeah. And we do have we, the arms and the legs. So we have like drummers. We have a professional drummer who's an ambassador for us. He comes in and uses oh, it cool. after on yeah. tour. It feels so good. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I used yeah. it the first time, not yours, but actually Normatech. They had a booth at, at regionals, I guess. Nice. And, um, and I was, you know, at the Barbell Voodoo booth all day, like, standing on the concrete floors. Oh, and yeah. I was like, man, I'm tired, you know. Like, um, And I was just hanging out with people. I don't even know that I had a job. I was just hanging out. And <laughs> like all day. That's a good day right there. And so it was slow. I think the final events were happening. And so I walked over mm-hmm. and, like, sat in one of the chairs and did the leg thing. And I was like, this is amazing. Feels good. Felt so good. And it, like, mm. moves. And it's like mm. someone is massaging your leg. Yeah. It's, it feels so good. And once again, real inexpensive and easy to do. It's great. Yeah. So good. As long and as, you can do something else. Yeah, as, as long as you're not buying the truth. Um, but <laughs> once again, you can sit and do your, be on your phone and do what you need yeah. to do. All right. Mm-hmm. So here, b- before before the tap room, which is, oh. which is pretty cool, I just pretty had cool, my yeah. first kom- kombucha, kombucha experience. Nice. And, and it was fantastic. But um, here, here's the other one that, that has a lot of like uh, uh, fear for me. How about uh-huh. that? Fear. The, I know uh, it's the coming. cryotherapy. <laughs> I knew because, that was coming. Because, because as a kid, and, and I hope everyone listening will relate to this, I watched Terminator. <laughs> okay? Uh-huh. And there was a time when that 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 uh, freezing stuff came mm-hmm. out of the trailer and froze the Terminator that was trying to kill everybody, <laughs> and then he shattered. And so when I think cryotherapy, That's what you think. I think when I see those jokers on, in, on, on Instagram that go in the chambers and they're like, oh, I'm freezing. And they do it and they're like, I feel great. And I'm like, how are you not shattered? Like everywhere. Like, I, you know, I've watched the Food Network and they like make ice cream in three seconds with that stuff. I don't, I don't know. So like, 
there's uh, I might be the one with the issues. Just full disclosure, but you aren't. You're not so, alone. So what what is the deal with that? Are you sure that people like you don't have just sweeped up people all around here where they've shattered mm, body parts? Let me think back here. Like fingers, not lost remembering, digits. not remembering any shattered people. I think we're good. Okay, okay. I think we're all good. Right. That's. Astounding to me. It's terrifying. So imagine. It's terrifying. (laughs) So no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be really honest. So I did not want that machine, but it helped a lot of people. So Mark, Mark, my business partner, is like, it's like it helps so many people. He's like, I've seen it. it. I've seen it. Like do miraculous things. We have to have one. And I'm like, I'm not so sure about this. I'm not sure. So we we get one. He talks me into it. We get it here, (laughs) and we have a training day. So I have Mark, my business partner. We have two employees, and we have me. At this training day, and we're in there, and we're learning everything about it. And the guy says, "Okay, now we're going to practice on each other." I'm like, "All right, well, at least I only have to do it once, whatever." Yeah. Turns out, I'm the only one without contraindications to get into the thing. I am the only one really? who can get in there. So, guess who gets to be the practice dummy? I'm like, "This is great. This is great." Uh, Didn't even want this thing, and so now you I'm going to freeze. See anybody do it first? Yeah, no, I have you to. Jump I'm in. in. There. I'm in. So, uh, so I'm like, great. Okay. Is this another naked experience, by okay, the way? So what, what's semi-naked. Going on here? Okay, okay. So this is what you do. Um, you, especially you, you guys, you're going to want to wear your under things. Yeah. Or bear, I'm worried or about that breaking or something. off more yeah. than anything. If you wear something over it, it's fine. I'm told. Yeah. Um, I don't have this. Granted, I don't have a set of my own, so I'm not could, positive. Could I but, bring a dog in and just <laughs> get it taken care of too while we're here? Send them on in. It'll be fine. No, you're good. You're good if you have boxers on. So what you do is we give you these really sexy-looking gloves, socks, and shoes. None of them are sexy. I'm lying. They are these wool socks that come up to your mid-thighs, or mid-calf. Okay. And and then we give you a rope. So you're going to strip down to your skivvies, or or wear your your shorts. Okay. Um, For you ladies, as long as you have... you can wear your underwear, and you don't want to put a bra on that has any metal. If you have a bra with metal, you want to take that off. But sports well, bras are great. Do? Well, because you're getting into an extraordinarily cold situation, and you oh, don't want to oh. freeze the metal, which will burn the skin. Yes. So, you know, want to wow. want to make sure that you just don't have any metal that's on you. That's a whole other fear. We, right there. I know. Yeah. There's so much, but that's why don't we're trained. We're trained to I'm be just here. <laughs> 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 this is what we do. We haven't killed anybody or hurt anybody yet. Yeah, There's been great. no incidents, yeah. so we're good. Yeah. And you, you, you see, you have a robe. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Feeling better about my day already. Um, so you go in, and you're wearing this robe, and then you pass. Somebody's in there with you the whole time. We never leave you alone in there. Okay. You pass your robe over the top. So, yeah, yeah. there is some semi-nudity, but nobody sees your stuff. Your, yeah. your bits are covered. Um, and then we turn on the machine. The you ha- You go from one to three minutes. Uh-huh. Um, so it's only three minutes long. You can do anything for three minutes, right? Um, people say that all the time. It's like you the, can do it. The more I do things for like three and one minute, I don't believe it. You don't I believe it. <laughs> You'll get through. I promise. <laughs> so there's three levels. We start at level one. It goes only goes down to negative 130. You got this. Only. For a southern boy, that didn't that didn't even make sense to me. I know you didn't know it could even occur. No, I don't. I don't. We don't have things that go that low. I'll tell you a story. Oh my god. Okay, y'all. So this machine goes down to negative. 187. And now we don't do that for everybody. Basically, our pro athletes are our athletes who are pretty advanced. Who you know, who are a little bit further along. Experienced frozen parts. They experienced pros. So. We will put them in, uh, and one of those people happened to be a uh, pro football, a Titan player, came in. Now, he's been doing this before. He's done it. This is Mm -hmm. not his first time at this rodeo. And he's like, yeah, put me at level three. Mark's like, sure, no problem. I walk by the door. He's at, and the machine is shaking and going off because it it has safety gear measures in it so that when it hits a certain amount, yeah. it goes off. So the machine is just going on and off, on and off, on and off as it's hitting this one eighty negative one eighty seven. And our football player, I won't use his name, but he was in there and he's just having this casual conversation with Mark on the side about I don't know what. And I'm like come over and I look and sure enough that 
thing is down to negative 187 and he's acting like it's nothing. Why? Insanity. Nope. It's crazy. That is not me. I'm yeah. at negative 130. I can only make it, I'll be honest, I can only make it two and a half minutes. Yeah. Most people do make it to three minutes without any problems at all. You do get shivery, you do yeah. get shaky, like and your fight or flight I kicks in so. because yeah. it's putting pressure on your body. It's it's actually putting stress on your body. You want to go yeah. fight or flight. Yeah. And so you um so I'll be honest, I wanted to run, um, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I stayed. Because nobody wants to see that crap running down the hallway. <laughs> I'll be honest. So we finally, I, I get out, I get done, and I feel freaking amazing. You have this great mood boost. All my, yeah. I have arthritis, uh-huh. and my arthritis was gone. I was like, holy crap. No kidding. So when I realized, I'm like, yes, I don't like it, uh-huh. but I will do it to get that great feeling afterwards. It's worth wow. it. And we see people once again coming through who have like sciatic issues and have yeah. just their body so freaking beat up. Uh-huh. And then they come out and they're like this whole brand new person. They're amazing and beautiful and it's awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's so good. So and inflammation then you also have I- I- is gone. Isolation. So we have a right local, therapy. local, local. That's what so it we is. have okay. whole body where it's systemic, yeah. where you're up there to your neck and you're freezing your butt off. And then we have local. So local might be more your, your, uh, style. So does that get, does that just as effective except so, for obviously only a part? So it's only a part. So I always, uh, guide people to local if they have an area like, so this week alone, I've worked on a, someone who rolled their ankle. Oh. I've worked on a person who had, um, a knee replacement and they were having issues and swelling in the knee. Mm-hmm. So we just worked on the knee. I worked on someone who had, um, who had just injured some tendons in their uh, shoulder. Really? So very specific areas. It's great for pain management, uh, swelling, and um, inflammation. And it's huh. true, you could put an ice pack on it, but this works so much better. This gets deeper than an ice pack can. It's going to yeah, help yeah. the healing happen faster. It causes hyperemia. So in other words, it's bringing blood to the surface with the oxygen, mm-hmm. the nutrients, and it helps with the healing. And it does heal faster. So We've you're had- saying with arthritis, mm-hmm. like you have, so like if you hit that on your knee, yeah. you then it would feel better? Yeah, it does. Now, for me, I have quite a bit of arthritis in my body, which is why I chose systemic. If it's just a small area, that's great. If it's acute injury to one one small part, then choose local. (laughs) If you're terrified of the whole body, local is very pleasant to receive. nervous about new experiences as a whole. Yeah, but everybody needs to step out. It's, It's good for you to step out of your comfort zone. I'm more of a like... Talker, like I get nervous about it, and I'll talk mm-hmm. about it a lot, and and then like when it's game time, like I just go, yeah. like I'm fine at that point. Well, I'm not, I'm not fine. Let's just be honest, but but, but I just do it. You know, yeah. it, it's like when you're doing a, like rope swings or something, or like going <laughs> off the uh, the zip lines or uh-huh. whatever, and they're like, all right, one, two, three, go. It's like all right, go, and then you just go. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you're okay. Um, yeah. Like I'm that guy. Yep, you're hyperventilating right until that point where they say go, yeah. and then you just go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, this is cool. Then you'd be fine in the cryo. Yeah. The cryo's great. All I think is Brooke Ince, and she's like, oh, it's cold. <laughs> Hand me some glass. I'll cut some glass. You know, like, she's hilarious. But, um, that's awesome. But, yeah, that, that's my experience. And uh, the last – I think the last thing we hadn't covered is just the just the yeah. tap room. Like, tap room, it, And yeah. so, like, it, you have all – okay, it's way more than a tap room. Yeah, it is. Like, I was in there, and, and I was sampling all the things, and I just had uh, a, a ginger ale or, or whatever. Yeah, painkiller. Pain killer, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. Painkiller is <laughs> amazing. It was beautiful. I've been yeah. drinking this whole time. And um, – but there's also you have uh, cheese yeah. in there okay. and like yeah. all kinds of stuff that's all has the good stuff. Mm, that that's your live belly cultures, needs. Yeah. yeah. So uh, quick story: uh, I almost lost my dad about a year ago, a year and a half ago. Um, he was waiting for a liver transplant. They said he wouldn't make it, uh, and I said to Dad, "He's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur." Uh, and I said, you know, one thing we've never done is had a business together. If you survive this, we're going to do something, anything. We're just going to do something. Um, well, he survived. And that was inspiring and that or was not ins- inspiring for I don't know. I'm not sure. It could have been like, oh, yeah, I think I got to go You made it now. despite that or like, because of that? We're not sure yet. We're still, the jury is still out That's on good. that. Um, but um, my father's a chemist and a oh, food wow. scientist. Yeah. He's known all over the world. He's done everything from um, create the food program for NASA to working for ConAgra. Campbell's, uh, GT's kombucha. He's done some consulting for them and Bobby's. Wow. So fermentation is his passion mm-hmm. and a dairy fermentation in, in particular and also uh, like this tea and fruit and vegetable fermentation. So we start out with the kombucha concept because we really like kombucha. He's really good at it. People swear they hate kombucha. Like, oh, it tastes like vinegar. My father's crap and you're, you're, you can 
swear to this too. Yeah. Um, it's sweet. It's really easy to drink. Mm-hmm. And people who swear they'll never drink kombucha are like, oh, wait, this is kombucha? Yeah, I can yeah. testify. It was great. It was, it was great. nothing like I was – I was expecting the vinegary thing. Mm-hmm. It's um, sweet. Because I've smelled people's mm-hmm. – like people who drink it around me and I'm like, let me smell – like I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a smeller. And so I yeah. wanted to smell it and I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Nah, I don't I blame drink it. That all I don't day. like it. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's easy. It's so good. Uh, so he started creating these kombuchas, and that one that you had painkiller, he did it for people because we have so many chronic pain people. Uh-huh. It's CBD. We were the first ones to do CBD and infused in our kombucha. Um, it's um, willow bark. It's ginger. It's turmeric terpenes from turmeric. Mm. Black pepper oil, which helps you absorb the inflama- inflammation, health fighting huh. turmeric, and it works really well. So so well. In fact, he just created a salve based on that because people are using it to get off pain meds. Mm-hmm. They're getting it to avoid um, ibuprofen. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So cool. so he makes things that are very helpful for people. Yeah. Um, but in addition, then we have the live cultured cheeses. We have live cultured butter that's European style, which means it's high butter fat. Okay. If you do bulletproof yeah, yeah. Bo- coffee, this is the crap that you want yeah, in your bulletproof it. coffee. Yeah. It is high butter fat, European style, grass fed, and it's you know, five bucks for a pound of it. And it's the best cheese ever or best uh, butter I've ever had in my life. Mm. He just made a hemp butter using the live culture cheese. He used local hemp bud from here, middle Tennessee, um, and turned in and he has this amazing hemp butter that is, uh, not only does it have all the good part of the CBD and the hemp, the superfood, but it also, once again, high butter fat, live culture, good for your gut, helps support your immune, good for your joints. You know, you can't go wrong and it just freaking tastes good. Yeah. And it, does it really does heal from the inside out because you know you we know science is now coming out with a bunch of stuff saying that really what matters to our overall health is our gut flora mm, yeah. um and our what happens with our brain our focus mm-hmm. um adhd they think now there's some connections with how with our gut flora and what we're eating and our diets that's and crazy yeah so yeah so the tap room is really an extension it's mm-hmm. some people don't realize it's even attached it's all one in the same yeah. and it's uh, yeah, we think it's just as par- just as important to health as flotation, as cryo, as mm-hmm. infrared sauna, whatever. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's good stuff, and it's lots of fun. It's just fun, That's and so I get cool, to eat yeah. a lot of cheese. So I love it. I, I'm I'm Bonus. amazed at all the things you're doing. There's a lot of scary things that you've scary. now like eased my yeah. my whole insides about, and which is important because that's what you're doing you're kind of healing a lot of people from the inside out in, in a lot of the things that you're offering we're trying for sure um so i, I appreciate your yeah. your time and i appreciate you going through everything to, to make me not scared that i was gonna get hurt um somewhere <laughs> we but, got you back uh, but it's wonderful you know if you're in town nashville or murfreesboro or anywhere okay. around uh check out uh float nashville or float alchemy here in murfreesboro and come by and say hi. They would love to see you. And they have a lot of amazing things that aren't as scary as I once thought they were. Yes. All right. Thanks, Avi. Thank you. See you next time. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. Hey, if you don't mind on your way out, if you could go by Instagram and follow our page, Barbell Voodoo Podcast. It's brand new. It's part of the Barbell Voodoo family, and we would love for you to go follow us. You can also check me out at fitby40.blog. Otherwise, we'll see you next time.